Do you want a cash-flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom? Sunsets and palm trees on your terms. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started with no money or credit and quickly grew a multi-million dollar portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Peterson, and today we are going to continue with our series of interviewing our wonderful people here at Kahuna Investments and Kahuna Management. And this has been a really fun series to really show, highlight, people make a difference. I'm telling you right now, I believe it from the bottom of my heart. One person can change the whole dynamic of your company. And imagine if you got everybody on the boat, they're all rowing with the same synchronization and they all know their job and their responsibility. When you do that, it becomes magic. And so guys, this is going to be a great episode. We're going to give you some tips and clues on how we structure our organization. You're not going to want to miss it, right? So before we do that, guys, a word from our sponsors. Hey, this is Shelly Peterson, Corey's better half. My husband shares amazing stories of the good, bad, and ugly of apartment investing. And while many of you want to do this yourselves, we have found that a lot of you would like to invest alongside with us. If that is you, I want to invite you to get on a short webinar where we discuss our deal room and how you can be a part of our private investor club. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar and register now. You won't be disappointed. Again, go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash webinar, and we look forward to sharing our private deal room with you. All right, we're back. So this is going to be a great episode. I want to introduce to you guys, we call it kind of miss everything. Uh, because that really is what she is for us. <laughs> and that's Alicia Maxwell. So Alicia, thank you for coming to the show. Thank you, Corey. <laughs> so tell everybody a little bit about your backstory. Because when we hired you, when I hired you, you were looking for a job as we call it AP. Mm-hmm. And I realized after interviewing you, like, no, this girl's made for more. <laughs> and you worked at another company that you really enjoyed that had a lot of similarities between what we did. You want to talk about that for a minute? Sure. Yeah. So my work background is I did a lot of different things, but what most recently I did accounting. I did that for several years. I started that at Firefly Aerospace, which is the company you're thinking of. Absolutely loved working there so much in Cedar Park, Texas. It was a startup company. I was one of the first 80 something employees hired of what's now hundreds of employees. So I kind of started that job similarly to how I started this job. I was staying home with my kids at the time and I applied for a receptionist position part-time. I was like, oh, I can ease back into work and just do this easy receptionist job. Well, that started out part-time and the more I was working there, they were like, oh, can you help with this? Can you proofread this paper? Can you do some accounting for us? Can you help out with HR? You know, I just kind of jumped in and did a little bit of everything. And then I exclusively moved into accounting and I did that for a few years there before COVID hit. And then I went back to being a stay-at-home mom with four kids <laughs> doing homeschool and Which everything else. Which is full-time, so. by the way. That's yeah. a full-time job as well. Now you got yeah. two full-time jobs. Yep, exactly. So yeah, that's my history with Firefly and there. And it's similar to here because I did apply for an accounting job. And then like Corey said, we met and it was like, you know what? You don't seem like accounting. You want to do this other job? (laughs) (laughs) Don't put people in places they don't want to be. Yeah. And what's the funny part of that for me, I remember like 
you weren't really sure how to answer because you're like, okay, this is, I know I kind of want the job, but like (laughs) the way it was going, you had so many other skills that are not being used if you were in the accounting role. Yeah. Right. So talk to us a little bit about what you do for Kahuna and all the things that we come up with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I miss everything. It's always so funny when people are like, what do you do there? I'm like, a lot of things. I don't know. <laughs> Just whatever they asked me to do for the day. <laughs> so yeah, investor relations is a big part of my job. So onboarding, education, networking, I participate in the BNI group. So that's a big part of it. I'm also helping with some of the marketing efforts. So like LinkedIn outreaches there and just posting and different marketing efforts through LinkedIn. Let's see, what else do I do? <laughs> Any kind of administrative work that I need to jump in and help with, I do that. What else? Just everything, right? Yeah, like, I don't know. Whatever happens that day, I helped with some of the web development. <laughs> yeah. Whatever's going on. We found that Alicia can <laughs> adapt to pretty much everything. Or she will fool us enough to say, I'll figure it out. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's what we love the most about you is your resourcefulness, right? Yeah. And your can-do attitude, which is like, well, I don't know. But yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll figure it out, you know. So we gave her some websites. We're like, hey, listen, you got to work with this girl, Salma, and make sure these websites are up. <laughs> and that was interesting because we have this girl in Pakistan that she can pretty much build everything, but it's just the hardest part is the communication barrier, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's tricky. But you did that amazingly well. Here's the, what I believe is this, is Shelly and I would have done the same damn thing, right? It would have been painful. It's not fun. It's like, oh my gosh, why can't we get it? But you just babysitted that whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a lot of work, a lot of little things that have to be done. Like, does this link work? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. <laughs> what is your favorite part about what you do, though, here? I feel like you like here. So, yeah, we'll start there. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I'm just kidding. Well, for one, like you said, the people are so important. And I just feel like we have such a great group of people here. So, I, enjoy coming to work. I enjoy talking with everyone and working with everyone. That's a big thing. I think that helps you like your job is when you have a great environment to come work to. So that's a big part for me. And like you said, I mean, the accounting aspect, I was really good at it, but I did miss like the interaction with people because I like that. So I do enjoy that about this job is talking to people on the phone and going to meet with different people. I really do enjoy that part of the job too. So yeah, so because my first initial thought was, I was like, gosh, she can communicate really well. Obviously, you're listening to this podcast right now. Alicia is a very good communicator. And so we're like, that's underserved in the accounting department. Like, we need that on a different level. So what I initially thought was investor relations. And then we're like, well, we also need someone to go be able to represent us in our local communities, BNI, Chandler, Chandler Chamber, Chamber. Mm-hmm. right? And to be kind of our liaison with that and it turned out to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I enjoy it for sure. What's your biggest eye-opening experience from the chamber? From the chamber? Uh, or from BNI both, right? Oh gosh, well, so I had no idea what I was getting into. So again, this position's completely new to me. I didn't really know what I was getting into. Yeah, we didn't give her any instructions, by the way. <laughs> no, we just said- No idea. So I went from accounting where you're in your little hole doing your work to like, okay, now you're gonna go and talk to these groups and do all this stuff. And so- What's your pitch, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait, I have to get up and talk. I have to My have a commercial, pitch. what? You know, like, yeah. So that to me was kind of like, whoa, what do I do? And obviously the more I went, the more I kind of was like, okay, I get it. So getting more comfortable with that. But that was pretty funny. I thought I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just getting thrown into, <laughs> thrown into this stuff. 
<laughs> fly by the seat of my pants. Yeah, that's typically what we normally do. <laughs> the challenge is we have grown. Sometimes we have spots, but we just don't really have all the details for the spot. And like for you, Alicia, that was exactly where like, we don't even know what your role is exactly <laughs> yeah. yet, right? Yeah. <laughs> we have some ideas, but it changes daily. And we're like, okay, yeah. well, today we need you exactly. to be this. I know. Well, it's so funny because Shelly and I were talking earlier and I was telling her how I helped out a lot in HR when I worked at Firefly. And she's like, oh, so you did HR too? She's like, did you like that? I was like, actually, yeah, I really liked it. She's like, well, we do need an HR department. <laughs> like, so let's just keep putting stickers on all the different jobs I'm going to have. So funny. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> Well, that just means we really need you. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere. We're just not sure where yet. <laughs> yeah. But as we've started to get a little bit more organized too, I think we're starting to calm the madness down a little bit. But what I think you do best, this is just my personal opinion, is your willingness to do anything, right? I think that's the part. So often, and this is a hard trait for a lot of people to, to understand, there are certain people that come in and they have this idea of what it is, and they're very rigid, mm-hmm. right? That's not my job responsibility. That's not what I do. And You've never said any of that. And I think that's almost like a unicorn, right? It doesn't show up very often. Yeah. Not everyone can do that. I mean, I realize that's a skill I have that's kind of unique because a lot of people can't do that. They can't be thrown one thing and then thrown another and take it and go. That's too much. It's overwhelming. So I think I'm pretty good at. (laughs) Yeah, no, without a doubt, right? Because it is always (laughs) changing and rapidly. So I would say like, you're kind of like Shelly and I's personal assistant, Anything yeah. that we don't want to do, <laughs> yeah. we default and say, hey, uh, Alicia. Yeah. Alicia, can you learn this whole thing and do this? I'm sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Well, it's funny. So we'll talk about LinkedIn for a minute. So yeah, what you've been doing on LinkedIn is going out and basically showing nice profiles and having communication and having chats with all kinds of people, right? Mm-hmm. And it's been working. Like, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. So... We have a system called Expandy, which runs different campaigns to different people. So we'll have different outreaches. Maybe someone Shelly went to college with or someone she used to work with, you know. So that's like the basic outreach. And then from there, that's what strikes up the conversation. If they want to hear more, oh, so tell me about what you do. So that's where I come in and I kind of engage in the conversation back and forth and kind of see where it's going. Because we do get people not only interested in potential investments, but we also get people that are interested in potential students being students. So just kind of navigating those conversations and figuring out where to put them in the books if they're interested in moving forward. And so that's been a big part of what I do there. And also just creating content because that's a part of the whole thing is people getting to know you and Shelly. And you do that through your posts. So I try to sit there and think like, well, what would Corey say and create this content based off of Corey's personality and Shelly's personality? So that actually has been kind of fun. Oh, yeah. I see it. I watch it. I was like, oh. And remarkably, Shelly and I are pretty strong personalities. And so it's not that hard to figure this out, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like how would Corey word this? I kind of tweak it to what she would say versus what you would say. Yeah. So that's kind of fun doing that. So, well, and not only that, so you are the first step in that process. So like mm-hmm. yeah. eventually she warms them up to where it's like, let's go have a virtual coffee. Yep. And so let's talk about this virtual coffee. What do those conversations go and sound like? Hey, would you like to learn more about Kahuna Investments in our deal room? Let's do virtual coffee. Book a 15-minute call with us so we can learn more about your investment goals and how Kahuna Investments can help. Go to kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee to book your call today. Again, that's kahunainvestments.com forward slash coffee. 
Let's have some virtual coffee and get to know one another. Yeah. So the process is to get them from LinkedIn to a virtual coffee or depending on kind of who they are and what they say, it might just go to a longer conversation with Shelly or Shelly and myself. The virtual coffees are shorter. They're really quick conversations and more of just a let's get to know each other. Here's who we are. Here's what we do. And then from there, you get a feeler for them and kind of either carry on the conversation or it kind of goes somewhere else, just depending on basically what comes out of that. There are times recently, actually, where I had a brief 15-minute call with somebody who was very interested in becoming an investor. And so him and I had a great conversation. We ended up talking for like 20, 30 minutes and I directed him to you. So you're going to meet with him, I think, next week. So Yep, exactly. But the idea behind it is the 15-minute virtual coffee, which is a kind of intro call, and then pushing it onto a second call where it's more in-depth than what we do. And that would be the Shelly call. Yeah. And which is goes into your skill set greatly. Mm-hmm. So you're administrative, you're very good at being on track, right? You're very organized is what I would like to say, yeah. right? I think you mm-hmm. really are. And which Shelly and I are absolutely not, <laughs> right? And so this is why Shelly and I have to have a house cleaner come three days a week <laughs> and again on Saturday to deep clean, okay? Funny. We're just not organized. <laughs> I yeah. bet you if I went to your house right now, it's probably perfect. <laughs> and there's probably some dog hair because I have my dogs, but okay, I like whatever. it pretty organized. <laughs> it's probably pretty like we would look at it and be like, oh my God, and she has four kids. No, that doesn't happen, yeah. right? Because we would be like, you'd come to our house, you're like, oh, it depends on what day you come on, right? If it's a yeah. Tuesday or Thursday, you may be a little nervous. Monday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday, we've got the real coming, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But that skill set of being organized is really, I think, accentuated and really help you accelerate what you do on LinkedIn, right? Because mm-hmm. it does take a bunch of organization, all the different uh, communications you got going on. Yeah. Because when you're DMing and in those conversations, there's multiple conversations that can go over a couple of different days, right? Yeah. Some might keep firing away questions. And again, that's about reading it. Like, what do you want to keep answering? And then what do you want to say? Let's just get on a call because that'll be a lot easier. Some people I'll talk to and then not hear from for a month. And then they'll come back and be like, so can you tell me more? You know, yeah. you definitely have to keep track of it all. And it's nice because that system you can, I mean, you put tags on them. So, okay, I booked a call with this person. I need to follow up with this person. This person said, leave me alone, whatever it is. Right. You can put tags on them and kind of keep track of it that way. Keep yourself organized, right? Yeah. So, you know, yeah. the conversations where they're at, right? Yeah. But even then from that and doing the first call, now you are on our Shelly and Ice profile doing this behind the scenes. So they think that it's probably us, but you introduce the 15 minute virtual coffee and it's not actually Corey or Shelly that's taking the call, right? So that's kind of a little bit of a handoff, but initially you'd feel like it was weird. Maybe I felt like it was weird, but what do you think now? Because we've got enough of them that it's like kind of normal. Yeah. At first, when we first had the campaigns running, the way the wording was, was a little off. And I think that's what made it so confusing because it made it sound like Shelly's talking to you and then Shelly's going to call you or you're going to call Shelly. Whereas now we fixed it. So it's worded like myself or my team member will talk. You'll book a call. So they yeah. book the call and then it says we get the right language in there to make it is a nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That clarified it for sure. Because I feel like at first people were so confused. They'd book a call with me and be like, why am I talking to you? I was going to talk to Shelly. So we fixed that <laughs> trial and error. Yeah. yeah trial and error. <laughs> yeah. But out of those calls, I mean, what I truly see is that, A, it's working. And those 15-minute calls, 
end up booking to either Shelly's. Shelly has a more formal, usually the step is from you to Shelly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then occasionally me if it's a big one, right? Yeah. Beautiful. So I skipped Shelly last time just because I was like, <laughs> this guy's ready, man. He's good to go. So, and that specific time, our call was longer and extended. So I went over a lot of the stuff that Shelly would normally go over. So I think we got all his questions answered and went more into detail on the investment, just all the different processes we have. And so just went straight to you. <laughs> yeah. Now, and also, Alicia, you actually went through my official hiring process too, did you not? Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think about that? <laughs> I mean, it was unique. I'd never been through an interview or a process like that with four steps, right? I think it was four. Yeah, it took forever, yeah. right? <laughs> but no, I mean, I will say I never got an offer letter. I don't know if you know that or not. I never got an offer letter. And that scared me so bad because I was like, oh my gosh, I quit my job and I'm going to this job. I don't even have an offer letter. Like, what if they're like, no, <laughs> you know, I show up and <laughs> I must have been traveling. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just got missed somehow or something. I don't know. That was kind of scary for me, but that was the only part. All the rest of it I thought was good. You know what? I didn't even know that we forgot to use the offer letter. <laughs> I don't think I ever told you guys. I don't know. Cause once I got here and I was like, okay, everything's cool. But I was so nervous because I was like, I can't not have a job. But yeah, because you'd already quit. Yeah, we're ready to go. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Jeez, wheeze. Yeah. Well, so for everybody listening, we actually use a process that you can actually get it from a book called The CEO Does Three Things by Trey Taylor. And great book. But in there, there's an interviewing process that he uses called The Four C's. And so we use it really pretty much every time we hire especially someone for our core company, Kahuna Investments and Alicia went through that process. So the first interview was culture. And that was kind of a weird one for most people when they first get on it. What was your take on it? Because it's not a normal interview. Yeah, it was different for sure. But I mean, I liked it because I think company culture is so important. And I know you and I talked about this, but not Firefly, but the other job I had, I wasn't fond of. The culture there was just not the best. And so I think it makes a huge difference having a good culture, like I said earlier. Yeah. It makes you happy to work and happy to come to work. And when it's not a good culture, it's just like ugh, grueling. <laughs> yeah. And here's the real test is, did it meet expectations, our culture? Like we said something about it. Yeah. Did it show up? For me? Yes, absolutely. I definitely think so. I mean, it's a small group and everyone's pretty tight. And I think everyone, it's like a family here. Like we always yeah. like, that's what we say. And it's true. So. Yeah, I do too. Because we talk about our core values and all this stuff. And it really does mean a lot to us, Shelly and I. And so we try to make sure that we have people that really believe in that part of it, right? Like family is important. Whereas we're recording this, we're coming off of Thanksgiving, right? And one of the things that we do, core things we do for our corporate team members is we give them off the full week of Thanksgiving. And how was that? <laughs> it was hard coming back. I'll tell you, <laughs> I was in vacation mode still sleeping in. So when my alarm went off at five, I was like, oh man, back to work. <laughs> yep. That's what we all did. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. It was a great week though, wasn't it? Well, yeah, but it kind of was a bummer for me. My son got sick. Oh. Yeah. So for three of the days, it was dealing with a really sick kid. And that was kind of a bummer. But the rest of it was really nice. And I spent a lot of time with all my sisters and we went out to dinners and of course Thanksgiving and then the weekend was just so relaxing. So yeah, it was really nice. Definitely. Yeah. So the good news is we have another one of those events coming shortly. So we as a company give off uh, Thanksgiving week and then the week of Christmas from Christmas Eve to New Year's, right? So that's another week that we're getting ready to experience. And 
for us, those were always important weeks. Those are important family weeks. And so we mm-hmm. try to make sure our employees, everybody that works on our team gets to experience that. So yeah, again, we get to do it again. Yeah. Yay. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what's the favorite part about what you do? Where do you feel like you get the most value and juice, I guess, in your position now? What makes you happy? Well, right now, even though I've been here for a few months now, I feel like I'm still in the learning phase. I've been just soaking in so much information (laughs) in the few months I've been here. So I love that though. I love learning new stuff. This is a whole new business that I've never been in before. So I'm learning all the lingo and just everything about it. All the questions potential investors might have for me. I've got to figure all that out. So I've really enjoyed that aspect of it, to be honest, is just all the learning. And then the more I learn, the more confident I get and the more smoothly everything goes. So I do enjoy that. And then I do enjoy doing the the LinkedIn stuff, but that all kind of ties hand in hand. I feel like it's like learning what to say, learning how to answer. And you want it to sound like us. You want it to be kahuna. So (laughs) yeah. And you're getting good at it too. Like, so it's funny. It's like muscle memory. It just takes a minute we've had to tweak things as we've gone. I think that's the best part of it. You realize when it's not working mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, so let me try something different. And then you start finding that groove. There's kind of a little bit of a cadence and a pattern that seems to repeat itself. You're like, okay, yeah, this is working. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And we see it because our numbers are starting to really snowball. When we first started, it was a little bit more like onesie twosies. Mm-hmm. Now it's becoming a way more systematic. Yep. For sure. Awesome. As we get to ready to wrap it up, Any books out there? I don't know if you read a lot of books or not, but I tend to read a lot of books. Any books out there that you've really read that's really moved your needle and touched you? Oh, gosh, probably. I don't know. So the books I like to read are more of like the crime and things like that. So those aren't really moving. They're just more for entertainment. No, I need to read some more books. I have like a list of all the books people have been saying to read. Actually, at BNI, one of the guys talked about a book called, what was it called? Like get your cheddar or where's my cheese or do you know what I'm talking about? Have you ever heard of it? He was saying it was like life-changing book. I'm like, okay, I need to read that. I still need to read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> I've been reading your books actually. Oh my God. <laughs> I got all three of them right here. I've been reading those. <laughs> oh gosh. Hey, what a great time for a book plug, right? If you guys want to get my new book, Trust But Verify, The Passive Investor's Guide to Evaluating Real Estate Syndicators, text the word trust to 480-500-1127. So text the word trust to 480-500-1127 and we'll send you, Alicia will actually, either Alicia <laughs> Pam, yep. we'll mail it for you, mail it to your house. So <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we wrap up, Alicia, what inspiring words would you want to tell investors or potential students out there? Oh, geez, I don't know. Well, potential students, I would definitely just say, this is something I've been telling people a lot just in life. It's a good philosophy is don't let your fears hold you back. Because I feel like for me personally, someone asked me the question, what would you tell yourself when you were younger? Don't let my fears hold me back. Because I did. I did that a lot. I'd be like, oh, I want to do this. Then I'd talk myself out of it because all the bad side or all the bad things that can happen. And so don't let your fears hold you back and just keep learning. I think that's the biggest thing. Like investors, if you're afraid, like, oh, I don't know about this investment, research, learn figure it out. That's what you want to trust, but verify. And the same for students because they want to do what you're doing. So just get out there and learn, educate yourself, and then 
figure it out. <laughs> go for it. Yeah, go for it. Don't let your fears hold you back. <laughs> right on. Guys, thank you for coming and listening to this podcast. Again, we still have a couple more. I think Shelly's going to be coming on next, my wife. That's going to be a crazy interview. We'll either fight really well or it'll be good. I'll let Shelly do most of the talking. I'll shut up on that one because she's really good at it. But I'm excited about it. But guys, listen, success does not happen by chance. I say this each and every podcast, but I really mean it because it is so easy to go through life like a zombie or as Alicia said, go through life afraid afraid to make a decision, afraid to dream. And when we were kids, we used to dream and we used to dream big. We never held ourselves back. And something happened as we get older, we start to let fear cripple us. And it becomes sometimes for a lot of people, it is so palatable that they can't function, like just err on the side of safety and they never get to experience life. And I'm telling you, there is no job security. There's just not, right? Corporate America is downsizing and everybody's job's replaceable now. And so, but your belief in yourself and your skills, those are the things that are unreplaceable, right? So as Alicia said, go get educated, find out a little bit more about what you want to do and then follow your dreams. Guys, to be something, to have success, right? You have to believe it. If you believe it, you can achieve it and your paradise is possible.